Okay, Revelation Wellness friends, welcome back to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We're so glad that you have joined us today for a brand new episode of Revving the Word. Today, we have a guest who is joining us for the month of September to lead us through our Revving the Word episodes. Adrian Edge will be coaching us through a new Revving the Word each Monday in September. Adrian is one of our amazing educators here at Revelation Wellness. And can I just tell you that Adrian is an absolute joy bomb who will help you get your hopes up. Listen in as Adrian coaches and teaches us today on Ephesians 2, where she reminds us that we were made for more. And as Adrian tells us, being made for more means starting by reading focusing our minds on who God created us to be. And stress and anxiety were never supposed to be part of the equation. Friends, this is why our brand new challenge, Project Stress Relief, was created for such a time as this. Never before have we been, as a people, so chronically stressed. But the good news is that we can together be part of the solution. Let's be people who are getting after the stress and anxiety that keep us from truly living out the more that God has for us. A more that looks like moving out in love and deep peace that this noisy and anxious world just can't seem to shake. Will you join us? For any donation amount, we suggest $15. You can partner with us for 21 days that are gonna change how we deal with stress and anxiety. All of the details about this challenge are in the show notes. You can get swiped up to register today. It's going to be an absolutely amazing journey together in community. And would you do us a favor and share Project Stress Relief with a friend who has been carrying around chronic worry, chronic stress, and anxiety, and maybe even consider gifting them this program. We believe this program is some hope that the world needs, which is always getting back to the one who made us for so much more. Okay, friends, be sure to connect with us in all the places because we love staying connected with you and we so appreciate that you are here and part of this community. Enjoy today's episode. Peace. Starting the playlist in three, two, one. Hey, friends. My name is Adrian. Welcome to Revving the Word. Let's get moving. However you're choosing to move today, whether you're walking, jogging, biking, it's good. And we're going to do it together. And so as we just start out, we're just going to warm up a little bit. We're not going to go intense and hard out the gate. We're going to warm up our bodies. And 
think about the pace that you want to set during your warm-up. You're just allowing the blood to flow through your body right now. You're getting into your body. You're feeling if there's any tension anywhere in your neck, shoulders, your back, your hips. If anything feels tight, I encourage you to maybe just shake out those fingertips and those hands and those wrists a little bit. Roll those shoulders back just a little bit, getting some mobility in our joints, maybe even twisting from side to side if you can, gently. Come on, get that stride. Feel your body as you're moving forward. If you're walking, feel that heel strike the ground, that foot roll through and the toe touch the ground with each step. You're biking. Feel the full rotation of your hips and your legs as you stride forward. Good. Today is an endurance workout. We're just going to move. We might have some times here and there where we do a little press, but this is just time for us to move together, to get back into our bodies and to remember the God who created us and to remember that we were created to do amazing things. Sometimes we need that reminder, right? I know I'm not alone here. <laughs> Take a deep breath in through your nose and exhale. Good. Get up and move. Move that body. Come on. Do it. It's a good day. It's a good day. Come on. Come on. The song has given us directions. Lift up that head. Lift that gaze up towards heaven. Get a slight smile on your face. Just turn the corners of your lips up. Why are we smiling? Because our God is so good. And the body that you are in right now is his good creation. I've been yes. empty. When I'm low, you fill the cup, yeah, but my ego Continue walking, continue riding, continue moving forward. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time of movement today. I thank you for creating us, for knitting us together. Father, your word says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. I pray that that you help us to see that, to get a new revelation of that today. Help us to use the bodies that you created in the good ways that you've purposed for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's push it up a little bit. Take, the, take that pace up a little bit. Come on. Today as we move, I'm going to encourage us to refocus our minds. 
on who we were created to be, what we were created to do. And not just that, but on the masterful creator who fashioned us with his own hands. And I offer you just one verse today. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. And it reads, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Keep pressing forward. Come on. Let me read that again for you. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Just repeat to yourself, good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Immediately, the words that stand out to me there, (laughs) prepared ahead of time. Have you ever prepared something ahead of time? It makes me think about preparing a meal ahead of time. What are some of the reasons why we would prepare a meal ahead of time? If you know that you're going to be eating lunch at 12 noon, why would you prepare that lunch ahead of time? Perhaps you would do it to maybe save time, save time later when it's time to eat that meal. Maybe you would prepare it so that you actually know what you're eating. You know what's going into your body. You don't have to guess. And perhaps you have a goal. You know, you want to eat something that fuels your body well. And so you prepare the meal ahead of time to stay on track. To stay on track throughout your day. And there's several other reasons why you may choose to prepare a meal ahead of time. But think about this in light of the scripture. It says that God prepared these works, these good works for us to do ahead of time. Why would he do that? Why would he prepare something for you to do ahead of time? Well, it could be so that it's ready when you're ready. But as God is preparing you for his purposes, that that work is ready for you to step into it. The perfect match for you could be to save us time. Just as we would prepare a meal ahead of time to save time at (laughs) mealtime. He prepares those good works for us to save us the time of searching the world for something to fulfill us. He's already prepared that space for us. It's up to us to seek him to find it. Perhaps he prepared those good works for us because he knew that they would be good for us. 
that that work, that particular area of focus would be nourishing to our souls. And when we veer outside of the spaces in which he's called us, we get depleted. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt the feeling that you're just not operating in your calling? You're not moving in the spaces and places in which God called you. It can be exhausting, right? But you know something? I found that even the hardest work is enjoyable, energizing, and refreshing when I know that I'm doing the work that the Lord called me to. Take an inhale through that nose. Exhale through your mouth. Remember to breathe as you're moving. Yes. I want you to get in, in your mind Create a picture in your mind. What is the work that you think God called you to? Maybe you know. Maybe you know already. But maybe you're still searching for it. Maybe you're like me sometimes where I know I'm kind of in the right area. I'm in the right field or the right subject matter, but something about it is off. I'm not quite there. And that could be discouraging sometimes, right? But our Father says that we are His workmanship. Whenever we have those feelings of disconnect and not quite being fulfilled in that in that area that we're moving in that's when we have to refocus our attention on our creator where we have to fine-tune our focus on him to show us the tweaks to make to show us the people to connect with to show us how to do the work so that it matches what he created us to do. I'm going to dig into this word workmanship a little bit. When we look at the definition of workmanship, you know, it moves us beyond just the product of the creation, right? If you're, if you're creating something, if a worker is, is, is building something or fashioning something, they're creating something. It's not just the thing that they created. It's the degree of the skill by which that product is made. All right, now let's work that out a little bit. (laughs) I want you to take your intensity up. If we're thinking about a scale of one to 10, Right now, I want you about that five. I want you revving the word. I want you getting a little breathless, not out of breath, but I want you to feel that there's some level of exertion happening here. So maybe a level five, level six here, 
We want some sweat equity in this one, okay? So come on. Let's take it up a little bit. Let's work out what workmanship truly means. So it made me think about a sculpture. Think about a famous sculpture. There could be a sculpture in your area, in your city or your state that that you as a citizen of that area that you're very proud of and people know. Maybe there's a sculpture that you pass every day on your way to work and you admire it. I immediately thought of the statue of David. Maybe we don't agree. Maybe that doesn't mean or even Venus de Milo. Maybe we just get brave, take a big leap and when we think about those sculptures, what is it that brings us awe? Well, when I think about the statues that I mentioned, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. But what's even more amazing is the level of skill and craftsmanship that was put into those pieces of art. And as we look and think further, not just the skill and the craftsmanship, but to be able to do that type of work in the time with the lack of resources, quote unquote, that existed hundreds of years ago to be able to produce something like that. It's magnificent. But something that's even more key here is when I think about those sculptures, yes, they're beautiful, and yes, they're works of art within themselves, but they didn't create themselves. It was the artist. It was the sculptor. For David, it was Michelangelo. And then we point back to his talent, to his skill. The degree of skill with which the product was made. What's magnificent about the statue of David is the degree of skill with which it was created. Not just the creation itself. we are that statue we are the creation and yes humans we are magnificent we are powerful we are creative so many amazing wonderful things about the human creation about you but when we look at the creation we have to point that hand back to the one who created us. We're not amazing <laughs> because we're amazing. <laughs> we're amazing because the God who fashioned us with his very own hands is amazing. We're creative because the God who created everything took the time to think about you and to think about the good work that you were going to do in this world. 
and he created you just for that purpose. Friends, don't ever look at yourself and think that there's nothing for you to do, that you have no place. It doesn't matter if you're young or if you're more seasoned, (laughs) we'll say. It doesn't matter if you're a rookie, a novice, or if you're someone who's an expert. Maybe the season of life you're in is you're retired and maybe your life is in transition right now and you're trying to figure out what the next move is. That's where we have to turn back to our creator. Turn back to the one who created us for good works. Because if you remember the word that we just read, it said that he prepared those works for us ahead of time. And you know our God is a continuous God. He's not a one and done God. And so you may have done good work yesterday. And to that I say, awesome. I give you a high five, a great job. But there is surely more, more for us to do, more for you to do, more places where you can show up more places where you can bless others, more places where you can take the fashioned skills and abilities and experiences that our God has blessed you with, has anointed you with, to show up to bring the kingdom. Think about your life. Think about the spaces that you touch, the places and the people that you touch on a daily basis. Which of those spaces needs more of the kingdom? Which one of those spaces needs more of heaven on earth? What are you feeling in your your heart right now? Physically, I hope your heart is beating a little faster. Hopefully you're carrying a pace that's comfortable with your body, but bringing your body a little out of that comfortability. Here in Rev, we have a saying that we get comfortable being uncomfortable. So if that means that you need to take your pace up a couple of notches to maybe a seven, a six or a seven, Let's live there for a little bit. Come on. Come on. Move that body. You do realize (laughs) that because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, that you are his temple, that wherever you go, the Holy Spirit shows up. And it's because you brought him. You brought him to the party. So those spaces where you were called, where 
you may have said, okay, this is, this is a place that needs more kingdom. This is a place that needs more of heaven. Well, how does that, how does that happen? How do we get more of heaven there? But first you show up. You show up in those places. The places where no one else will go. You talk to the person, that person that no one else will speak to or give the time of day. God is calling you to show up in that good work. He took time. He took time when he made you, when he created you. Our God sees the end from the beginning. And he knew that he needed a you in this particular time that we're in right now. Come on. I just want you to to meditate on that fact right now. That the creator God who created mountains and canyons and rivers and oceans, trees, all species of trees and flowers and animals, that in the midst of all of this, he said it was incomplete without you. Hmm. Come on. That's it. Come on, let's move. Pump those arms. Engage your entire body. Make sure you're breathing. Come on. There's only one you. And God knows that. That's his design. Come on. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. You can take that pace down just a couple of notches. So if you're at a seven or a six, you can take it maybe down to a five. Come on. Let's flow with the song here. Breathe. I want you to see him. Get, a, get an image in your mind of what it must have been like for God to create you. What do you see? What is the scene? Perhaps there's a there's a heavenly studio <laughs> where he's taking the clay and, and he's molding us together. I don't know. What do you think it looks like? So many questions I have for him when I get to heaven. <laughs> I want to know it all. I want to see it all. <laughs> good. Keep moving forward, friends. Yes. 
Alright. Come on. Let's take up our pace a little bit here. Bring it back up to maybe that six or that seven. Come on. This is just an endurance workout. We're not going to really push too hard. But we will have a moment during this song where I do want you to just push a little bit further. So let's work our way up there. You're at a five. Push up to maybe a six. If you're at a six, push up to a seven. Let's get a quick pace here. Come on. Let's go. Breathe. And if you can, put that smile back on your face because you're on your way you're on your way to purpose you're on your way to calling you're on your way to reconnecting in a deeper way with the God who created you the masterpiece we're not perfect, but we're perfect in Him. He knew what He was doing when He created you. Yes, come on. Can you pick up that pace to match the pace of the song? Come on. Yes. Come on. God, we're chasing after you. We're chasing after our dreams. We're chasing after our purpose. We know that we were made for more. More in this life. Come on. Inhale. Exhale. Come down one level. So if you're at a seven, I want you to come back down to that six. Right. All right. Now, I'm going to count us down. <laughs> and as I count us down, I want you to push to a level eight. Okay. Not giving it all out because this is just endurance today, but I do want you to go a little breathless. Are we ready? Come on. Three, two, one. Push it. Come on. Good. Good job. All right. Come back down. Come back down to that six or that five. It was just a, a small push. Just a small push. We're not leaving it all out here today. Come on. Come back down to maybe that five. Never Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. One thing that I want you to leave here with 
one thing that I hope that sticks with you. Is the realization that there are no stand-ins in the kingdom. No one else can show up for you in the spaces in which you were called. Who's going to play your part if you don't show up? There are no backup plans. There's just God's plan. The good works that he's prepared for you ahead of time. Wake up. Wake up to the purposes in which you've been called, friends. Be encouraged. Because there's work to do that only you can do. You are made for more than just dreaming and wishing and standing on the sides watching other people live and move and operate in their purpose. It's time for you to do the same. You were made to live your purpose. And so what is it? What is it? What is it that you were called to do that perhaps you may not have been leaning into? Where has God called you? I invite you to take your pace down to about a three or a four. We're cooling down now. Roll those shoulders as you're moving a little bit. Lean that ear, left ear to the left shoulder. Right ear to the right shoulder. Shake those hands out just a little bit as you continue to move. Maybe taking that pace down to about a four or a three. We're still moving forward. Intentional movement here, but we're we're calming it down. We're cooling it down. I ask you, what makes your heart burn? What do you go to bed thinking about and wake up brainstorming about? Whatever that space is, I would venture to say that could be some good work that the Lord has purposed for you to do. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time of movement today and for the reminder of who you are and the degree to which the, the skill to which you use to create us. I pray that a fire is ignited in our hearts, that clarity is gained, and that purpose is manifested in our lives. 
stir up our gifts, Father. Open the doors that need to be opened and close the ones that need to be closed. Help us to see ourselves the way you see us and the way that you've created us. Help us to see ourselves as beautiful and wonderful as the masterpieces that we admire in the natural. We thank you for this time, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Just continue to cool down with your walk. And thanks for joining us. Joy.